This week, I'm back with my brother, Matt. We're doing a top five horror movie countdown. Awesome conversation. Brought back a ton of memories. I think you'll really enjoy it. This is the Randy Forcer podcast. If you can do me a favor, if you're watching this video on YouTube, please like it and subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, also subscribe. If there's a new Instagram account, be on the lookout, follow, trying to share as much info as I can, grow the podcast. Appreciate the support. Hope you enjoy the episode. Matt for another top five podcast. How you doing, Let's pal? go. I am so fired up for this one. Seriously, because... What, what are we doing? We're doing top five horror movies. Um, uh-huh. Halloween is right around the corner, obviously. It's the best time of year. October, by far, is the best month. I'm all in on pumpkin season. All in on horror movies. Weather's perfect. All in on pumpkin spice lattes. That's what I'm exactly having right now. So, yeah. October's the best time of the month. And this is my favorite genre. So, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be able Dude. to do this with you. You're going to dominate today. So, big Halloween guy. I had a couple questions for you before we get started. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> this is going to set the stage for what we're doing today. Because I feel like we're doing horror movies. But it's also, like, scary movies. Yeah. Halloween movies to some degree. Yeah. There's some things that we kind of have to define. So I'm going to just ask you these questions. Let me know what you think. You're the boss. You're the Halloween guy. So I'm following okay. your lead. All right. Are all zombie movies horror movies? I'm trying to think of like Sean. Sean of the Dead is like a horror comedy. I would say. <laughs> is that like a genre that qualifies for this? All, all zombie movies. Because the first thing that comes to mind is World War Z. And I'm like, is World War Z a horror movie? You know, I wouldn't know if I'd consider World War Z a horror movie. But for the for the, for the the sake of this, I would say yes. If zombies are included, it is a horror movie. Yes. Okay. That's okay. fair. That's fair. Can comedy movies qualify for this? <sighs> but there's a couple that come to mind. The main, like, like if the main purpose is to make you laugh and not scare you, then I, I would say no. You know what I mean? Like, if... There are obviously horror movies that have... So movies. scary movie doesn't like qualify. Scary movie I wouldn't qualify as a horror movie. It's a, it's, but that's what I thought of. I thought of the same thing too. But like if the intention is to make you laugh and not like scare you at all, then I feel like it can't be a horror movie. So it has to take itself a little bit serious. Yeah. I mean, I have a, a, some maybe some movies we taught that like were very funny and have funny oh. elements, but it's definitely not comedy. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I've looked at dozens of lists of top Halloween yeah. movies, or horror movies, I should say. And I keep seeing these movies <laughs> on the list. We've talked a little bit about Alien, Jaws, and Predator Halloween movies, or horror movies, I should say, because I see them on the list repeatedly. Okay. I do not consider them horror movies at all, but someone uh, Yes. All right. So I feel like Jaws, which I picked as my favorite movie of all, I, I don't consider that a horror movie. I, I know it's on, it is on a lot of lists. Um, and people, doesn't make any sense. it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it, when it came out, it was like petrifying to people. I mean, and it really genuinely did scare people. So I couldn't, but I, I don't know. I just, it's like, you know, when you see it, I can't picture it being a, a horror movie. Predator. It blows my mind. Predator, Predator. Predator is like an action movie. I think yeah. like. Not, what is that even? It doesn't make any sense that that would even. Predator isn't, isn't a horror movie. Alien. Aliens. I do consider a horror movie. A horror sci-fi movie. Again, I, the tagline for Alien is in space, no one can hear you scream. Like, that's like a horror movie tagline. You know what I mean? It, and it's a tense movie. Yeah. 
But I do think it's an anomaly in the sense that, like, alien movies are not on this list in general. Like, I don't consider aliens to be, like, a thing that is classified as a horror movie. Right? Yeah, I know, or I, am I right? I agree. The, fir the first alien that came out was much more, like, slow pace, alien kind of in the background, kind of stalking the prey. That one had more elements. Aliens, like, when James Cameron took over, that was almost more of an action movie at the time. Yeah. But, like... I would consider Alien, I know, I, people are going to be like, why Predator, why not Alien? I just think Alien is more horror and Predator is more action. Okay. Do horror movies have to have some type of supernatural aspect to them? Or can horror movies be bad people doing bad stuff? Yeah, and that absolutely. Bad people doing okay. bad stuff. I mean, think of a lot of slasher movies where, or serial killer movies or something along those lines. I, I can think of, you know, a few uh, off the top of my head. I can think of nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, like, Get Out, for instance. Like, my whole list has, like, some supernatural aspect to it. Maybe a couple couple things. And even then, I wouldn't have put them on if I didn't see them okay, on someone like, else's list. Like, <laughs> but, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre has no supernatural element at all. That's fair. I say I'm, not, I'm not up to date with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre lore. There might be some maybe, maybe stuff going on there. Maybe. No, I agree with you. That, that one seems just like weirdo people. <laughs> Definitely. You know? uh, get Out? Definitely. Like, I, have you ever seen Get Out? Like, Get Out doesn't have... It has, like... Have you ever seen Get Out? Yeah, okay. I've seen Get Out. Yeah, I mean, it's seen, like, 75%. Obviously, like, so. moving your brain to a new body is kind of maybe... You know, but that's, like, medical, not supernatural. But, yes, I would say... To answer your question, though, I would say, no, there does not have to be a supernatural element. Okay. I'm interested to see what's on your list that doesn't have a supernatural element, and then I can probably talk more about it at the time. Okay. All right. Sounds great. Lastly, where does Hocus Pocus 2 fall on your list? <laughs> I, I haven't seen Hocus Pocus 2 yet. I know. The Hocus Pocus 1 is on your list. Hocus 1. That's a good, like, com you know, again, comedy versus horror movie. I mean, Hocus Pocus for, like, our generation was so iconic. Like, everyone yeah. watched Hocus Pocus and... And, and it's, it, the movie's so nostalgic, you know what I mean? It's probably on a lot of people's lists, and I guarantee you, like, world nationwide, it's probably the most watched Halloween movie in the country, you know, every year. I told you we went to Salem a couple weeks back, and the center of town, they have all these information people that are kind of pointing in the right direction of all the different things going on in Salem. And, like, there's, like, one guy with, like, a sheet of paper that is handing out stuff of Hocus Pocus locations to go visit. So yeah, it's definitely a, a thing. Kids didn't love, our, my kids did not love Hocus Pocus too. I think they like Hocus Pocus. Really? Oh, yeah. One. Yeah. But check it out sometime. I, absolutely I forget we started with me. Probably this weekend. Hoping, hoping to do it this weekend. So. Love it. All right. So here's the plan today. We're going to do top five horror movies, reverse order. Yep. Between two and one. We'll do four honorable mentions, a little quicker, mentioning different things that we liked about some of those movies. And then if. When you're doing your five, and that happens to be my two, we'll talk about it when it comes up on your list. That's not, that and... sounds, yeah, like, we, like we've been doing. Hopefully it doesn't happen. This is the one where I'm like, I'm really, I don't know if it'll be, there, I, there could be we can go over five, you and me, or we can go <laughs> five for five. I really have no idea. I feel like I know what your, some of your stuff is. I think I'll surprise you with I mine. No I surprise myself. I'm not like a huge horror guy. Yeah. And as with, like, all the other movies and TV show podcasts that we've done, like, a lot of the stuff that I tend to, like, like or consider my favorite stuff is, like, older stuff for whatever reason. I was trying to think of something. I mean, I was looking on the list. Like, what's what's my favorite horror movie of the past 10 years? And it doesn't exist on this list, which eliminates a whole hell of a lot of movies. I'm sure some are on there 
or maybe at least yeah. one of them I'm interested in make sure this but like I'm missing some like very important horror movies but Th this is you know not to like delay getting lists anymore but this is like the one genre that has like just absolutely been thriving and I don't know if you know you know the streaming service Shutter like Shutter is like that's a streaming service you get all your well, Apple TV Roku all that kind of stuff and it's all horror movies and the content they have coming out constantly is incredible quality. So it's like horror movie. The genre has like never been in a better place. And I just don't have time to watch it all. I can't wait to hear your list. I'm going to go first because you're the Halloween guy, okay. the horror guy. So I'll let you kind of, kind of close it out with yours okay. going after. So I should probably make a decision what my five is, right? At this <laughs> you, point, like in I should, this moment, yes, you probably should. You're just, okay, looking at I should it. just looking at a list of movies that I have no idea what order they are and just randomly pick one. Okay, <laughs> I, I won't do that, but I'm kind of doing that. So here's what I'm going to pick. Number five, it. Ooh. But it's the 1993 version with your boy Tim Curry. Because <laughs> I've never seen the new one. The new one looks awesome, and I, I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. Wow. But I did love the old one. I can't pick the new one if I haven't actually seen it, although I think it looks awesome. And I have read a good amount of the book, and I loved Loved it back in the day. Although I think it was a made for TV. It was movie. a made for TV movie. I threw it, in yep. there. it was a made for um, TV movie. It was, it was over two parts, just like the, the the new movie came out. But have you ever seen I, it? I, or maybe seen pieces of it? I don't I mean I know of it. I don't think I've seen the full, full thing. Because it's I think it's like six hours long. It's a very long, long It's a long movie. Long movie. It's a long book. But it takes place in the, in the town in Maine, which I always love mm -hmm. about Stephen King's books. Love him because he sets all his weird stuff in a fictional main town. The first half of the movie is these kids that experience this weird stuff with Pennywise the clown. And then the second half is like fast forward 25 years, they all have to come back and deal with the whole thing. And I think back then when I was a kid, I never had seen anything like that where, you know, now this happens all the time in TV shows. We were just talking about, about that silly Game of Thrones spinoff thing about how they take kids and then, you know, fast forward 25 years and kind of fill in all the gaps. Thought it was awesome. Scared the hell out of me. So, number five. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Did I think it and Kim Curry's performance specifically as Pennywise was, like, the thing that made clowns scary. Like, I don't know if there was any a movie before that, that that showed clowns in a scary light. I mean, it was, he was petrifying. And Definitely. his character is so iconic. It's a, you know, great pick. You would love the new one. Too. The new one is, is different you know, vibe, but it's fantastic. I heard the first part was really good. Yeah. So I was like all in to see it, and I think I was going to watch it one night, and then the, the second one came out. I heard the second one wasn't quite as good, or people didn't like it quite as much, and it kind of just like... I, I know, know, but the I, cast, I, it, it's got your boy Bill Hader in it, and then Scott Jackson is in it. Uh, it's, a lot, it's a great cast, the adult one. The first one is really good, though. So definitely check it yeah. out, and great, great pick for that. Definitely. Love it. So, all right, you're five. My five goes back to 1999, Ooh. The Blair Witch Project. Uh, I actually recently rewatched this movie when we were coming up this list. Blair Witch is, when that movie came out, and it came out in 99, so you were about 17 or so, I was like thir 13 yeah. when it came out, how they were marketing it was like it wasn't like actors. Like it was like a, it was like real life. This like really happened. We go to the movies and I wasn't sure like if this was truly a found footage thing that they put on the movies or if it was fictional. And there obviously was, it was. There was no no found footage movies like before. Like this was like the what set off the found footage like craze and that yeah. concept and paranormal activity. Like, and it's been, right, I'm not, 
next one that comes to mind. But. Yeah, Wreck, there, there's all kinds of different, like, found footage ones, but Blair Witch, and that first one was absolutely iconic. Like, with these three people, three actors the entire time, didn't know who they were, kind of in the woods, and obviously, spoiler to we're uh, over spoiler blanket over everything here. But that ending scene, when the girl's in the house with the camera and, and looks around and the guy is in the corner, standing in the corner, and it was petrifying. The camera falls, you only hear screaming. Blair Witch, the, the most successful indie movie of all time. If I remember correctly, it was a fairly slow burn up until that point. And I thought like that ending made it all worth it, but like it was pretty, nothing too crazy happened. They obviously found weird stuff in the woods, a lot of walking and talking. The tent, the tent you know. shake was pretty, I remember there was, yeah. that was pretty yeah. nice. But like the end, I was like, all right, Dan, that was the, that was the payoff. And I was pretty happy when we saw that movie too. Loved it. It was an honorable mention for me. Awesome. Cool. I'm glad it made it on, on the, on the list. So. Little, little overlap. Yeah, for sure. All right, you ready for four for me? Yep. This is something I kind of went back and forth with because of some of the questions I asked you, but I'm picking Beetlejuice as my number four. I, I, you, you're not going to get an argument out of me. I, I think Beetlejuice is like an unbelievable, incredible movie. Like everything about it, but go. go I on. think I watched, when I look back at all the movies on this list, like Beetlejuice might be one of the ones I watched the most. You know, just like everything about it, from the model in the attic to like the guy, the people being dead, Gina Davis and uh, Alec Baldwin, right? Yep, way back. Yeah, a couple, like they're dead, but they don't realize they're dead. And it's this has comedy aspects, but it's it takes itself serious for the most part. Like this serious part, like the seance part, like the the, the whole afterlife situation. And the con and and there's something that we can't kind of keep talking about when we when we kind of do these these movies, but the practical effects. In that movie, mm -hmm. like when, remember when Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin, their like face like transforms and their noses yeah. get really big and the eyes. And That's when they found out their dad and what they could do to scare people. And the concept of like the underworld and like what oh. that was like and the guy flying upside down and the music in that movie is, is iconic, but it comes down to Michael Keaton. It, Michael yeah, Keaton's man. performance is... That's an all-time performance of, by him. Him as Beetlejuice was his best comedic performance, but also was pretty pretty scary. I didn't write down when it came up, but I was pretty young at the time, if I remember correctly. And I remember the part where I don't know exactly like all the context around it, but it's like he says, "Nice fucking model, Hong Kong," and then kicks over the tree or something. Yes. I think I used to like say that as a kid. And Mom was probably <laughs> like, What's that was like my line. That was like, I think I had <laughs> met our stepdad, Dennis, was I think I said those first words that came out of my mouth because we had that movie on all the time yeah. uh, and stuff. And it's a fantastic movie. I, I Obviously, the I, iconic, I love the dinner table scene with when Beetlejuice is taking care of all the people and, and they're singing the song. It's just great. So good. Yeah. Young one on a rider. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's her name from Schitt's Creek? Catherine O'Hare, yeah. Yeah. God, why couldn't I think of that? And then like, the dad is like one of those that guys. He's, he's a that yeah. guy. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's he's Day Off. Goes in, but I don't know exactly what his name is. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, absolutely. All right, All right buddy. So my what number four. This is a, this is a, a boring pick to be honest with you, but I cannot have a top five list without this movie being on here. It's Halloween, the original yep. John Carpenter's Halloween. Came out in nineteen seventy-seven. Um, so that was my next one. So this is perfect. Great. We'll go back to that. Great. I mean, this is a movie you and I have watched, you know, a hundred times. It was the first slasher movie, really, that came out there. This was before Jason. Before 1978. 1978. Okay, came out. John Carpenter's first movie. Obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. But 
it's just a simple story of a slasher going around killing some yeah. babysitters and stuff. But the but what make it is the music, which John Carpenter wrote himself, obviously iconic, and the mask. The mask mm-hmm. is. Do you know the story behind the mask? I don't know the story other than I know what it is. Okay. If you want to well, say this. Is that it was like in a Hollywood props department or whatever, and someone had like a face molding of William Shatner from Star <laughs> Trek around, and they, they didn't have any money like to buy a mask. They, they had no money at all on this. And then he ended up just putting some hair on it, and then that becomes like one of the most iconic. It's wild. <laughs> what, a, what a like a great trivia type fact. You know, it's just so funny like it's not my favorite to watch yeah. i enjoy it mm-hmm. it's more like it's on the list out of like pedigree you know like it just has to be on the list like you said me and tara tried to watch it i mean we did watch it i think two halloweens ago she was not feeling it she's not a horror movie person yeah. in general but like it wasn't like exactly like hooking her you know but definitely deserves to be on the list if you look at the the pacing of, of movies now versus the pacing of movies back in 1978 it's like it's very very different, but it's just like I, it's it's one of my favorite movies. My ringtone, literally year round, is that theme song. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the Halloween piano piano playing. It's just such an iconic movie that has so much influence on so much to come. And John Carpenter, you know, real guy, just is a, is a legend, you know, and stuff. So Big Trouble in Little China. So Big Trouble in Little China and The Thing, which is also a phenomenal phenomenal movie. So. All right, so then it's back to you, because that was my number three. So then what's your number three? Oh, okay, cool. Back to my number three. This is a movie that came out, I'm trying to know when it came out, a few years ago. I was blown away by how good it was, is uh, Cabin in the Woods. Uh, Big Cabin in the Woods guy. I was a huge Cabin in the Woods fan. It was by, Joss Whedon was one of the the producers, Drew Goddard was the director of it. But what it did was it kind of took what you think a horror movie is and just completely... Flipped it upside down with the concept. That's what I was talking about because it's also a, a very funny movie. There's like some yep. laugh out loud moments in that movie, but yep. it is clearly a, a horror movie. So you did love that movie. You sold it pretty hard for me. I watched it. I liked it. Didn't love it, mm-hmm. but definitely a different concept than like anything that's on this list. I had it on. It won't make the list, but I'm I'm not surprised to hear it on yours. It, Any big actor on that? I forget who was in it. Chris Hemsworth. Besides- Chris Hemsworth was both like pre Thor. Chris Hemsworth yeah. was in it. Yeah. And then there was like two, the two main guys who were the ones behind the scenes are both like, you see them and you know exactly who who they are. One of the guys is from Billy, Billy Madison, bad guy. And one of the guys is the stepdad from, from Step Brothers. But just, it, it, it's, this is why I don't want to spoil because I think the twist is incredible and I didn't see, see it coming. I mean, is it even possible to see? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It it's, but... It's just brilliantly written, and I just highly recommend it. It's a fun movie to watch. So, Woods. Is it on Netflix or anything like that? It's, all, right. it's actually not. I'm, I'm looking. That's something I wanted to do. Was kind of let you know where this is all streaming, and it's yeah. I, I, it might it might be on Prime. I think Prime's the only place it could be. So, but definitely a movie I recommend. Love it. All right, so that was your number three. Number so we're on to my two already. Wow, we're cruising along here. Yeah, cruising. But hey, we still got our honorable mentions. Yeah. I have this other little fun thing that I want to do with you. It'll be fine. All right, number two for me, Scream. And I don't know if this made your list anywhere or not, but Scream came out in 1996. So here I am, 14 years old. You know, it's like a high school kind of thing. Ghost space is kind of like a new scary thing. that People used to wear that mask, and, you know, you'd think that people were doing something crazy. Starts out really hot with the Drew Barrymore murder scene. 
great cast. I thought it was I thought it was a good movie and a great scary movie. This is my number two as well. Okay, right? so we're in the same lineup of this as well. Scream. Okay, so '96. Talk about when when it came out. Scream was the movie, the first horror movie I've ever watched at Ryan Nolette's house. Shout, shout out to Ryan Nolette at his yeah. house watching this. And I remember watching this movie and being like, I don't know exactly what I just watched, but I absolutely <laughs> loved it. And yeah. it, that's the movie that got me into everything else. That got me into Jason movie, you know, Friday the 13th, yeah. Nightmare yeah. on Elm Streets, Halloween. Because this slasher movie was like very iconically just paying tribute to all those mm-hmm. movies it's it was very close to being my number one movie i, I think scream is a top-notch horror movie for sure all right so people in it nev campbell yep drew barry more briefly courtney cox david arquette yep the main bad guys mm-hmm. those guys never got like you know they one of the one of the guys was shaggy on scooby Doo or something Matthew but Lillard, those yeah. guys never Matt Lillard is Matt that his Lillard. name? He, he was he was a shag yeah he was shagging Scooby Doo he's in Summer Catch he's been in some stuff but never ended up yeah he's pretty funny those guys were yeah I I could have seen that movie launching their careers but in certain ways like it was definitely that for Nev. She was doing Party of Five at that yeah. time and which was a huge show you know yeah uh, she's a big time at, at the time and it, it took all your typical like horror movie tropes of like the you know the young lady just kind of doing her own thing and kind of innocent and, and she ended up being such a badass in that film obviously courtney cox was like red hot with friends at yeah. the time too that's where her and david arquette met and ended up getting married so yeah it, that talk about a movie that like kind of saved the genre in the 90s there wasn't many horror movies that came out or that were profitable this one came out became a smash success and really kind of pu- propelled. so screen two and three yep i've seen yep and then was there a big gap until the most recent Scream came out last year? Yes. Or was there another one in between? I think it was one, two, and three. I don't know. I don't think there was a four. And this, this most so recent Scream yeah, is a continuation one. of all of it. A lot, some of the same characters. And they're like running it back. pretty good. They're Never running it back. So it's, they're going to be doing another one with them. And it was an awesome movie. I'm so happy that you you put that on there. It's funny. That's both our, our number twos. Honestly, like I, I thought about putting it as my number one. Me too. And I probably like Scream more, had more of an impact, or seen it more. But like number one is kind of like I think speaks to what this whole list is all about. So we'll get to that after honorable mentions. Unless there's anything else you want to say about Scream. No, it's just I, I I'm probably want to watch that later. It's just such a great movie. So I'm glad it's on there. Iconic mask, like you said. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Screams have a good um, mask, you know. Yeah, it was it was like a different kind. Like prior to that, it was always like these big, what I consider supernatural kind of people. And this was just like, wow, everyday person could throw this mask on and start freaking stabbing people. It was crazy. Yeah. And that, and I'm just like real quick, the, the spin of that movie that there was two of them, that was pretty shocking. Yeah. It happened when they grabbed the voice recorder and they go, hello, Sydney. And they know (laughs) it's two of them. I'm like, holy smokes. Like, yeah, what a great movie. Awesome movie. All right. So we're on to honorable mentions. And do you want me to go first? Sure. Doesn't. Yeah, that's fine. Right? Yeah. All right, we're doing four honorable mentions. I'm just yeah. making sure I have all my so, stuff. My, I'm just going to say real quick, my honorable mentions are a little bit different this time. They're not so much my, like, six through nine. They're more, like, recommendations of, like, movies that people may have not seen that I just kind of really love. So that's kind of my whole thought process with this one. Mine aren't necessarily six through nine, but they're just, like, 
to me, classic horror. So I bet you we're going to be a lot different there. I, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if there's one in particular. I'll, pull, I'll bring it up if you don't say it afterwards, but I'm interested to see if you say it. But I guess I'll st- <laughs> I guess I'll start with, you're going to love this. It's like my Say by the Bell pick. You're going to love this. <laughs> Monster Squad. Oh, this is 10,000 times better than your Say by the Bell pick. I am what? so happy. Monster Squad, again, a movie that you and I, that shaped us as young boys, no, I don't want to. I don't want to take it off because it's your movie. So you go ahead. No, I'll, I mean, honestly, dude, I haven't seen it since I was like 11 years old. So it's like I, I remember everything except for like kicking the werewolf in the Nards. Kicked in the in the Nards. We kicked him right in the Nards. In the Nards. I think we got to And that. you know, I mean, I don't know. I just had all like the classic bad guys, the yeah. Frankenstein, the Dracula, you know, the mummy, and it was a bunch of kids fighting these monsters, and it was, it was awesome. I I own the movie. It's on my Apple iTunes. I watched it just a few years ago. Still absolutely holds up a fun movie of it's like goonies meets horror movies you know what i mean it's this group of of kids who they know something bad has happened no one is listening to them in the world it's like stranger things kind of and it's got basically the universal monsters with dracula and wolf yeah all like the very plain old monsters that that cool like look that they had yeah monster squad man i am surprised i did not (laughs) but just a super fun movie i'm happy that it's on the list you know, I think you get a sense of how I do these lists. It's like the things that meant a lot to me as a kid. Yeah. I mean, it's not the freaking best. Not even, I don't even know if it's really a horror movie, but it's like kind of in that that realm of having, you know, supernatural people and Draculas and all that stuff. So I figured I'd throw it on there because I, I knew it would bring back some memories for you. So Yeah, awesome. There it I'm is. happy that you did. So one I brought on, you might not have heard of it. I, I, t- I tell a lot of people about this movie. It's called The Invitation, Okay. It came out a few years ago. It's an indie movie. It's right now it's on Peacock right now. If you have Peacock, or you can get it on, on Roku as well. This is the concept of the movie, okay? This guy and his new girlfriend got invited to his ex-wife's house and their his, her new husband at a dinner party with all of their old old friends. They're now divorced and stuff like that. So they go to the house with the, where their friends are all waiting. And while they're there... The hosts of, of the party, the guy's ex-wife and her new husband, essentially try to get their friends and, her, and him to join a cult. And <laughs> it's it's a very, very slow burn, but the last 20 minutes is one of the best payoffs to any movie I've ever seen. So I don't think you've ever heard of That's it. That's like quite a statement to make. It, it's, yeah, I mean, obviously, maybe it's a little hyperbole, but it's it's like, an, <laughs> it's, I remember watching it. It's like Cabin in the Woods, you know, yeah, yeah, you're going to be like, yeah. It's, I think it's just a, a, an awesome horror movie. It's got a very high score on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's one recommendation I wanted to kind of give out there. So that's that. Okay. Next one for me. I feel like this is very boring, but I kind of throw this in the bucket. I've seen it on the lists, but The Sixth Sense. I don't know if you consider that a horror movie or not. It's not a horror movie, but it's like a ghost movie. Nice little surprise. I thought it was obviously really well done. Love movies where you watch the whole thing, thinking something and then there's a flip at the end and you kind of reevaluate how you watch the whole movie. And then the next time you watch it, it's like totally different lens. So love that in terms of a good, something that kind of deals with supernatural elements. I think it's absolutely a horror movie has two things that that, one, it has some really good jump scares in Mm -hmm. that movie, like really, really good jump scares. The one where he's in the room and then Misha Martin is the girl that I think she choked to death. She's yeah. under the bed, and it's scary as hell. And then the ending is like... One of the most classic endings to a movie. A hundred percent. 
like that nobody, I don't care who the hell you are, if you watch that movie for the first time and you're like, oh, I saw that coming, you are a liar. There's, like, no, there's, there's, no, there's no way anyone knew that ending was coming. Just an incredible ending. You know, Haley Joel Osment, man, he was, I don't think he was nominated, but he, man, what a, what a young actor he was. So what was he in? What was Haley Joel Osment? No, he was in something where he was like a son of a billionaire, rednecky kind of dude in the past couple of years. Oh he was in God. The Boys. He, he came back in the boy, an episode of The Boys, a few episodes of The Boys. There's something else, too. Anyways, his career probably didn't go the way many people expected, but definitely a classic role for him. And I think it's worth putting on my, yeah. on my, on my honorable mention. So what do you got next? Absolutely. Next, another kind of like haunted house movie. This is a movie I saw growing up with Nicole Kidman. Have you ever seen The Others? Do you remember that movie, The Others, the Haunted House film? No. Um, obviously, by your expression, probably not. No, I'm uh, trying to think of it because I was thinking of something else. God, I think uh, I did see that. Who else was in it? No one else. No one else. It was, no one else. All, like, there was, like her as like an old kid, haunted house, ghost movie kind of kind of happening around uh, around her. Amazing twist at the end. But I remember seeing this with my friends at the old Cinema 8 in Biddeford growing up and us all being absolutely petrified by it. So I, I knew it had to make my list and still kind of stands up to this day to me. So I got the others on there as well. So. Love it. Okay. All right. So I think I only have... You have two, uh, two, two more uh, honorable mentions. All right. Next one. This might surprise you actually a little bit. But The Mist. Have you ever seen The Mist? I, I have not seen the full of The Mist. I know the ending. I know, like, yeah, go ahead. But I know it's a great it's a So Thomas Bane... Right? Stephen King, yep. I think based on maybe a short story more than a book, but basically this mist settles on this town. You can't see more than a couple feet in front of you. All this crazy stuff starts happening. Big part of this takes place, I think, in like a department store kind of thing, convenience store kind of thing. All these like monsters are like flying in the windows, trying to get in there and get them. They ultimately make their way out into the mist. I don't know if they get in a vehicle or whatever, and they're heading down the highway south to try to just get out of the mist. And they eventually break the mist. And I think it might be like, I don't know what the sign might say, like, welcome to New Hampshire or something like that. Or like, it opens up and just looks like all chaos. And the thing that I always thought when I was watching it was like, just, we live in Southern Maine, right? And I, <laughs> the highway that they were maybe beyond is like freaking 100 feet from my house, you know? So like, it just was one of those things where I really was able to like put myself in the movie. It was very scary because of the claustrophobic aspect of the mist and thought it was great. And, but one other thing, and I don't know if you want to go there, but I, because I know, like, because I see it on my list as far as, like, endings go, like, that ending is, like, incredible. Like, the, the very, very end of the of the film. Yeah. I, I don't want to give anything away, but, like, it's pretty, it definitely ends well, you know? Yeah. So. so, love the concept, let's just say. Mm -hmm. I thought the concept was good, especially scary. Like yeah. I put myself in, in the shoes, so it was Yeah, great. awesome. Good. No, great, great movie. My next one, and this is one, again, I've been kind of after you to watch. It came out just a few years ago. Florence Pugh was in it. It's called Midsommar. It's that cult movie that kind of takes place in, in You're a big Sweden. cult guy, huh? Yeah, I, just, I guess I'm, like, really into cults. Yeah. Like, I just got a lot of, like, cult themes or whatever. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's got, like, a, in the 90s percent, too. It, it's, it's basically this group of friends get invited to go do this research for this this community called community in sweden ari aster is a director who also did hereditary which almost made my list as well another phenomenal horror movie but beautiful setting 
basically all takes place in like a daytime type setting. So it's not like a nighttime, your typical scary movie, but it's petrifying. And this movie is what put Florence Pugh on the map as far as kind of a big, big time actor. You do love Florence Pugh. She's great. She's, she is fantastic in this movie. She takes it. We talk about if you watch this movie and it doesn't get you in the first 10 minutes and you want to be done watching, I don't know how you can, how you can stop. Because the first 10 minutes of the movie, it really sets the tone. What's so, this on right now? Is this on any streaming services? It's on Showtime and Amazon. You have to buy it. Okay. It's on Hulu, I guess, but no. You have to buy Maybe it. I was looking through the stuff to rent on Apple TV the other day and, and saw it on there. So it's I feel like it's on it someplace. But. It's high on a lot of lists. So, okay. Love it. I'm anxious to see what your last one is. I'm going to wonder if this or is... Or my last honorable mention? Yeah, we'll do it afterwards. So this is my last honorable mention. Yeah, I, I think this one will surprise you. This one actually surprised me too. But when I look at all these lists of movies, not the best movie, but like it definitely like left a mark on me. And it's The Strangers. Do you remember The Strangers? I live, 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 Tyler. It, it, I think we might have seen that together. I feel like we did see. That's an odd movie for us to go see in a movie theater, but I, I feel like we did. I think we did, and it was petrifying. Yeah, it was- because like the, the the bags that those guys had on their heads. I thought it ended pretty well because the people that broke into the house, I don't care about the spoilers at this point, yeah. were the same people that kind of rescued them at the end without the masks on, right? Yep. She got yep. in the car with them. I think that that's how it ended. Yeah. And it just it had was... like really bad vibe of like, this is like a, a true nightmare scenario that could like really happen. I, I remember the trailer for the movie, all right, for it. Again, first off, great, again, it masks like make or break a movie. Like the masks in this movie are incredible. It's just like a, a simple like bag, you know, you know, and the and the cut holes out and one of the girls like a doll face type thing. So I remember in the, the trailer, Liv Tyler, they're like really like messing with her and they're they're kind of tied up and they're lined up and Liv Tyler's like, Why are you doing this? And the girl responds, Because you were home. Because you were home. <laughs> that's it. Like that was like the whole premise of them. There's nothing there's no just terrorizing these people. Yeah. Absolutely terrorizing these people. So it was, yeah, it's a great, it's a fantastic movie. Right. So, so that's my last one, pal. What do you got for your It's funny. One? You're excited. You're excited for my, my last one. This is one I was telling you and Curtis about this the other day. I am so high on this movie right now. All right. And it, this movie is not for everyone. It's called Terrifier. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't that, mean it. I... Talk about a clown, a clown movie that's out there. The second one just came out in theaters. It's actually like, breaking like horror movie records right now compared yeah. how much this movie was made. The first one came out a few years ago. It's basically on this menacing clown guy by the name of Art the Clown. It's it's a violent movie. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's quite quite violent, but it's just how it's made, it, it's just so well done. And I'm happy to see that it's getting the love it deserves right now because it's like kind of blowing up on in the theater circuit. Yeah. So I, I, it's just something that I, I've been really excited about. So is the first one on anything right now? The first one is it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. We'll look and maybe when we post yeah. the thumbnail, we'll have like all the the streams. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. All right, so, cool. so people can know where to find this. So, all right, so that's mine. Let's recap the list real quick. All right, correct me if I'm wrong because my sheet looks like freaking hell. But for me so far, I get it at five, Beetlejuice at four, Halloween at three, Scream at two. Yep. Then for you, I have Blair Witch at five. Yep. Halloween at four. Yep. What do I get for three for you? Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Two is Scream. Scream. Yep. So we had two, two overlapping here. Yeah. I'm excited to see what your number one is. Yeah, I, I actually, I'm just going to write that down real quick. Cabin in the Woods is three. 
Yeah, so for me, let's just talk, we'll just jump right into it. When I think yeah. of horror movies, scary movies, Halloween movies, or things that just scare me in general, I think about Freddy Krueger. He's yeah. like my guy, right? And we'll talk He's about that. This is part of what I want to talk about after. He's like my guy as a kid growing up. And I pick, you know, I just say Nightmare on Elm Street because there's a hundred of them and I can't even tell the difference between the first Do one. Do you have it? So are you saying the, the original is your, or? Yeah, your I guess, I'm just going to pick that one because, yeah, I mean, I even like Freddy versus Jason. Which Freddy versus Jason was phenomenal. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm with you. But like, I love Freddy. But I'm just saying Nightmare on Elm Street because of Freddy Krueger, the idea of someone that can get you in your dreams, right? The gloved fingers with the knives, the yep. burnt face, the sweater, the hat. The performance by Robert England, dude, that guy, like Freddy Krueger, was like my guy. I remember watching it with, I think, I think Trevor Nugent, was, and I had him over for a sleepover when we were young, probably too young to be watching it, but we watched that, and I was like, holy shit, this movie's freaking insane. It's a petrifying, uh, a petrifying movie. The first one specifically, then I, obviously there's many, many sequels, and then I, I don't know if you, do you remember the new Nightmare? The Absolutely. one that Wes Craven also just so Wes Craven directed that one. It was like a meta thing where it was like the movie, was, yeah, was being made like in the movie. Yeah, but, weird, but awesome movie. Freddy Krueger is probably, I mean, the most petrifying, mm. like bad guy. Because what can you do to get out of your dreams? Nothing. You have to go to sleep at some point. Yeah, you and have to sleep. And he's kind of a loose inspiration for Vecna in Stranger Things. Yep. This yep. year? Yeah. Not like yep. a direct direct because of the dreams versus just like getting in your head anytime. Um, yep. But kind of brought back some of the Freddy Krueger vibes. I think a lot of people <laughs> compared to. And Robert England, weirdly enough, is the guy that plays Vecna's dad yeah. in Stranger Things. Yeah, like in the whole timeline. Idea. So yeah, they were uh, just giving a nod to him. So yeah. for me, number one, Nightmare on Elm Street. Boom. It's it's uh, Johnny Depp. One of Johnny Depp's first first movies, too. Holy smokes. And, and an, an iconic, I'm talking about horror movie lore. One of the best kills in in horror movie history was when Johnny Depp was being pulled through the bed, mm -hmm. and then just gallons of, of blood comes through the bed in in slow motion, and just an incredible movie. And Wes Craven. So your top two movies are Wes Craven. Yeah, movies. which is funny because they're like very different movies, you know. But and yeah, very different movies, and yeah, shows what a talented guy he is. So. All right, so that's awesome. my number one. I'm interested to hear what your number one is, pal. My number one, another older movie, iconic movie, a movie that I've done deep dives in a long time. You probably know what it is. I know exactly what it is. Yeah, it's The Shining. Yeah. The Shining is is a masterclass of a film. The Stephen Weber version from <laughs> the Tonight's Stephen Weber NBC that Monday night. The funny thing is, is I remember watching. So you're talking about they did a remake <laughs> version, yeah. but Stephen King actually had a ton of involvement in because Stephen King famously hated Stanley Kubrick and hated the direction that he took yeah. The Shining in. So he wanted absolutely nothing to do with that movie mm -hmm. came out. So he came out and produced this new movie. And it was a made-for-TV movie. I probably saw that one more just because of the time. It was... But I watched that movie, and it was between that and the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, yeah. the Shining episode, that they did, that, that, that introduced me to The Shining. And then I got a chance to watch the movie. Yeah. And it's just Jack Nicholson's performance in that. And the whole, like, concept of, like, what's happening is just... It's iconic to me. It really is. It really is. And I'm disappointed I didn't put it on there. It was on like my bigger list, but I didn't have the relationship with it quite like you did where 
the deep dives and all that stuff. Like, I yeah. appreciate it for what it was. The two twin sister thing, the, the blood. The blood coming up the elevator. I mean, there's, like, some very iconic shots in that movie that will just represent horror movies forever and ever and ever. Absolutely. And, it, and this wasn't your, you know, like, slasher. Like, you know, like, obviously, Freddy and Michael and Jason, they all have, like, their, their place in that kind of stuff. But this was a family. Three people that were completely isolated at a hotel in the winter had absolutely nothing but each other, and one of them goes crazy. They don't know if it's because of because of himself or because of the hotel, and just ends up wanting to kill his family. And the ghost elements are scary. How it's filmed is scary. But then one thing that really got me into it, and and shout out to anyone who, who would want to watch this to, if they're a fan of it, is this documentary called Room 237, yeah. which does an absolute deep dive on The Shining yeah. and what the hitting meanings are. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick right. hit a lot of things in there, right? Yeah. I mean, Stanley Kubrick, we know it's like, I think, a proven fact that he filmed the moon landing. Yeah, I mean, so, that he, didn't yeah. he fake the moon landing in the set next to The Shining? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> you, love, you love that. I mean, you love that theory. Big moon landing. But, uh, big moon landing guy. No, I don't necessarily believe that. I, no, of course. There's like a connection between a faked moon landing and Stanley Kubrick yeah. and The Shining and all that stuff. So it's a great little yeah, sidebar. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of theories out there. But this was Jack Nicholson in his absolute prime. You know, One Fool in the Cuckoo's Nest. Chinatown was about eight years before this or whatever. Guy, he's, he's incredible. Yeah. And that ending shot on when they pulled this Overlook Hotel and it's that big New Year's Eve party 1921 or whatever. And he's in the picture at the very, very end. Mm -hmm. It's just what a way to end a, end a movie. So Great pick. Yeah, so The Shining. I'm. So, I, I was wondering, yeah, if we were gonna have any overlap. So our number ones didn't. Yeah, overlap, didn't overlap. So. Didn't overlap. I was interested to see if you throw that movie. It follows on your honorable mention list. It, it was. It was next. Uh, next on my list. I'll talk about it real quick. It fall, have you seen it? I, I have it, but it right. kept showing up on all these lists. Never like highly, highly ranked, but always like on the list. Yeah, it's fantastic and fantastic movie. Basically, the concept is just kind of giving. It's a very simple concept of. It's kind of a metaphor for STDs, to be quite honest, is basically this thing is, is following you, all right? And it doesn't, you're the only person that can see it. It takes the place of people and all that kind of stuff. But you're the only one that can see it. It's always going to come at you when it gets you. You will die wherever you, okay? And wherever you are in the world, it will get to you and it will kill you. There's nothing. Eventually. You can, eventually. There, there's nothing you can do. You go to sleep. It's going to eventually get there. The only way to pass it on is to have sex with someone. Mm -hmm. So when you have sex with someone, then now that thing that is following you is following them. And then, then it's like the moral thing of, do I do this knowing that I'm yeah. setting this person up? Yeah. Because, because what ends up happening is once the thing gets that person, it then like goes to the next person. Mm -hmm. you. So you hope that that person just keeps passing it along and it becomes further and further away yeah. from you. It's, it's a, a, a great movie. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad. That's an honorable, honorable mention. Honorable, honorable mention. All right. Last yeah. thing I wanted to do with you. Right. I'm going to read some famous horror movie villains, and I yeah. want you to rank them. Okay. I love it. Top five. So wait, you're going to give me the whole list? Give me the whole or... list. Try to remember it. Like, I want, like, a top five from you of, like, iconic horror movie villains. I'm just going to read All it, right, and yeah. I can read it again. But, like, yep. Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, Leatherface, uh, Hannibal, Pennywise... Leprechaun from the Leprechaun. On <laughs> <laughs> the Leprechaun. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Pinhead, Ghostface, Chucky, Jigsaw, and Norman Bates. I don't know if you can remember all those. And Sam. Yeah. All right, give me, okay, so real quick. So after Pennywise, Leprechaun, Pinhead, 
Hannibal, Ghostface, Chucky, Jigsaw, Norman Bates. I want like your top five most. I think so. There's other people you could throw in there, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like or, throw right. them in there if you want. But like, do you have like a pantheon of these yeah. are the people that I think of when I yeah. think of horror movie villains? Yeah, my number one for sure is Michael Myers. Yeah. He's my my favorite villain. I absolutely, I, I think he, he's the best. So Michael Myers is on that list. I'm gonna go number two. This almost made my list too. Pinhead. Pinhead. And, and the Hellraiser series it just did a reboot on you Hulu, which I, yet, have you? I have not, but I've actually heard really good things uh, about it, way better than people expected. But that whole concept of, of hell and bringing people that deserve to go to hell down there and that these guys come and get you, Pinhead is a, a, an awesome villain. And you might never have seen a horror movie in your life, but you see Pinhead, you know you know, you know who that is. is. Yeah, for sure. You know, Very you know recognizable villain. So yeah, I see that up there. Yeah. What else? So I'm going to go three. I'll go with your boy, Freddy. Yeah. He's got to be on there. I mean, we talked already about it. And we both, we both or have, have Jason masks. But the guy, I don't, the guy doesn't do it for me. He doesn't do it for me. He's not on my, he's not on my list. Amazing mask. Like, that's a really great, that's a legit mask. Great, great mask. But the guy just doesn't do it for me. Leatherface. I got to put Leatherface on there. Texas Chainsaw was also one of the ones that was almost yeah. on my list. I never saw the original one, but I think me and you did see the 2003 one. Well, yeah, with Jessica Biel. With Jessica yeah, Biel. We saw that one. And I actually thought that was pretty good at the time. Never, those things I never going to review that great, but like, I thought it was pretty good. At the, time. the original is is a step above, yeah. though. And that was another like low-budget, gritty film. And this was and how this movie opened was like, this is based on a true story. Because it was like loosely based, yeah. true, yeah. But that, but back then you'd say that in the sixties and scare the shit out of people, <laughs> you know. But Leatherface is a great one. So I have one more to pick between Hannibal, Hannibal, Pennywise, Leprechaun, Ghostface, Chucky, Jigsaw, and Norman Bates. I'm gonna go out of this list. I'm gonna go with Jigsaw, wow. who just a I know a human guy. Seeing Saw, which almost again me in my list, the, the original Saw, the first few actually were really, really good. But the original Saw, I thought was was brilliant. I did too. Uh, I thought it was great. The ending of that one, another great, amazing ending. He was just a smart guy who just wanted to do bad things to bad people. Then it kind of got weird down, down the road. I don't think I've ever saw Beyond One because they all, maybe I saw two, but like definitely didn't see, yeah. see Beyond that. I know there's a new one coming out, but. I remember recommending Saw to a buddy of mine that I worked with at the time because I thought it was good. I'm here I am making like a Saw recommendation. He saw it and hated it. After that, really? I saw, is it Saw? Am I an idiot? Do I have like... No, know, no. I saw, I saw. No, but I love that. I love that list. So, all right, can I just throw one thing at you real quick? I can I give you my five real quick? Oh, yeah, it could be your five. Yep. Because yeah, there is some overlap. Freddy, obviously, number one. I talked about this. Surprisingly, Jason is number two. None of the Jason movies, Friday the 13th movies, made my list. Because I agree, the movies are never quite as good, but I did think Jason was very, very iconic. I always thought of, like, you know, those Freddy and Jason is neck and neck. Always thought of Michael Myers a step below them. Chucky actually made my list, because Chucky was, back in the day, like, that was that was the thing for me, man. Chucky and dolls and, you know, like, very iconic for me. And then out of the rest of the list, I don't think it's quite as clear-cut. I think the top three are ahead above everyone else. Chucky's kind of his own thing. And then I, it would probably honestly be between Pennywise and, and Leatherface, and I would even go with Leatherface too because I thought he, he looks pretty pretty legit. So that's my, like, five. 
pantheon for horror villains. So out of these, uh, so I'm just trying. I'll get. I'll give you five. I'm gonna name. Five, give five. Okay. So Freddy. Over. We have Freddy. Did you have Michael Myers on your list? Yeah. So Freddy Myers, Leatherface. Yeah. Let's say those three. And let's say Jason. All right. Yep. So let's say those four people. Okay. Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, Leatherface. Who wins? Who wins in a fight between those four? Mike Myers, Freddy, Jason, and Leatherface. I kind of feel like those are like a. That's a good matchup. I would yeah. probably say that Jason wins. You go with Jason. Is that surprising? Yeah. I I know I know. I mean it's, well, Leatherface I mean, and Michael Myers are just people. Yes. Yeah. Well, well yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're people. They're... Le- Leatherface is probably gone. Doesn't look like the most agile guy. Yeah. I don't know. He's probably like, I mean, he's tough, but like you can take him out. Yeah, I think we take his chainsaw away. And he doesn't look, you know, very fit. So I think they could. I think you could. You could maybe outrun him a little bit. Sorry. Right, so he's the first one gone. Yeah. Then Freddie, Jason, Michael Myers. So you say Jason? Jason's just relentless, dude. He's not. He's. He's not. He can't. Guy can't die. Yeah, I guess. And, and he's got the machete versus uh, Michael Myers, who's just got that, you know, the knife. My money's on Freddie. You know, if Jason actually goes to sleep, which you if you see in that the movie, yeah. Freddie versus Jason. But yeah. Freddie is just. He's so scary because he can he transform in nightmares. Yeah, Freddy probably is like undefeated, right? But I don't know. As far as toughness, it's a battle. I mean, they obviously made Freddy vs. Jason for a reason, so. Which was great. I highly recommend that movie. Dude, I mean, can you believe so they even made that movie? Like, that's like something you dream about as a kid. Like, oh yeah, how, how cool would it be if they made a movie? I think it was in 3D too, if I remember correctly. It was in 3D. We saw that together. Alien vs. Predator and Jason vs. Yeah. Freddy were arguments that people would have all the time growing up and they made you know two movies out of it so Love awesome it. all right so well, anything else that we left out pal no they, you know excited to do this awesome list love talking about it so thanks for for having me so awesome pal thanks for coming on all right but happy halloween thanks pal happy halloween